Alright guys, welcome back, welcome back to the pod, back to Gaming Compute. I don't think I'm at a place right now where I can try to start recording and avoiding noise. I'm at the beach, so you're going to hear the ocean waves, you're going to hear the wind, it's windy, breezy, people walking, people cycling, it's busy out here today guys. Um... I wanted to record some about some more recent Shopify updates. Uh, sorry, I kind of mix up sometimes uh, the uh, terminology. Sometimes I accidentally say, I don't know if I accidentally say Spotify sometimes because... Um, Spotify is kind of a similar sounding thing. Um, So, I hope that the traffic in the background doesn't ruin the quality. But, I'm parked street side right now. Um, So, yeah. Uh, I talked last time about Shopify using a $15 ad over three days. So from Sunday at noon till uh, Wednesday at noon is when it ended. Uh, Starting Sunday at noon, ending Wednesday at noon. It was kind of a test trial. I was like, okay, I'm willing to dish 15 bucks. Now I know most people do these projects with a lot of money. You see, I want to try to... I don't want to even say if I can really call it debunking, but maybe debunking some of the clickbait with the Shopify stuff that you see online. Um, Because, you know, I'm one of those people that's really into efficiency. You know, if I find a method that's going to work, it makes more sense. Stick to it, you know. Um, So two things I've noticed that they don't talk about much that I want to hone in on again so the first thing would be topics around um shipping times so shipping times ordinarily can be quite lengthy if you're using drop shipping sites that are shipping from china or other countries but usually it's china so if you're shipping from china you're usually going to have about a 14 day wait maybe 11 days if you're lucky usually it's going to be over a week um now there are some sites where you can get that number a little bit closer to like um maybe like a one week time of you know delivery so First of all, you want to differentiate between shipping times and delivery times. If something says it ships in a week, that means it's likely at the most going to take about seven days for it to leave the site. That means it starts getting on the road 
within about seven days, max about seven days, it starts getting on the road. So if you think about something sitting in a holding center or on a shelf somewhere or in a warehouse somewhere or wherever people store products and it's sitting there in the warehouse on a shelf for up to seven days. So your customers are waiting for that shipping confirmation, right? Because usually what happens is a customer is going to order something from your store. And usually it says approximately, before they even order, how long it's going to take. So if you notice that people already aren't clicking through, like say if you're getting the traffic, right? But they're not actually clicking to add something to their cart. It's likely going to mean either the product is not something that people want, which is hard to really uh, verify, right? If the product is not something that they want, that is a little bit harder to verify. I would say usually it's going to be shipping times that's going to deter somebody. Like they're seeing something that once they once they click you make a decision not to add to cart and then not to follow through with purchasing, right? So think about it. If you're the customer, if you're the customer, think about it from the customer's perspective. You see an ad on TikTok or something. It's something that looks cool. Like, first of all, if it doesn't look cool, you're not going to click on the ad, right? It can't be accidental clicks. Like, people aren't going to be accidentally clicking at high rates on ads of stuff that they don't really care about, right? So if you do put paid ads out there or start promoting products through ads and you do start seeing that okay traffic is increasing now that I've got these ads up whether it's paid whether it's not paid if you start seeing traffic increasing that means there's potentially at least some general interest right um, one thing that would be good to know is how many people were um introduced to this ad or product versus how many of them actually clicked on it because those are two different things right who's introduced to it and who clicked so you want to know those two different things now say for example if you have um like say if you look on um somewhere like some kind of platform like TikTok and you want to see how many people are clicking compared to how many people view those are two different things right so you want to know how many people are being introduced to your advertisement of those people being introduced how many of them click right so if this ad is going out to, let's say, I'm going to get these windows, sorry. This traffic, this traffic is getting annoying to me, sorry, I apologize. Um, if you start to see people clicking through, um... then that means there's some interest, right? 
But you want to know what percentage. So say if a thousand people are being introduced to this ad every day and a hundred of them click to look at the ad, right? But then zero people buy. That means that you have a bit of an interest rate to the amount of people being introduced. But if you have zero purchases, there's something wrong. There's something wrong that people are seeing either with the product itself, which likely they like the ad, right? So there was something about the ad that was appealing to them. Now, even if it's a small percentage, like a hundred people out of a thousand people that were provided an ad, if only a hundred of them clicked and watched the ad, um, that's not really a lot, right? That's not really a whole lot, but it's not zero, you know, it's a, it's a decent percentage that, that to me is a decent percentage, especially when you're like testing a product. So that's one thing to try to look at. The second thing from there would be thinking about the customer's experience. What are they seeing when they see when they see the ad that they clicked on? Not only are they looking at the ad on TikTok or whatever platform this may be. I'm, I can only use TikTok as an example at this moment. So let's just stick with TikTok. They see it on TikTok. Now, likely they weren't searching for it on TikTok, right? Likely just TikTok, if you paid the if you paid for ads to be promoted, they're likely it's likely coming to them. So there you've basically chosen the demographics of age range, genders, um, um, you know, niche, so like beauty or tech or business or gaming or whatever the niche is, and you're promoting this ad, right? to those people you're basically paying tiktok to say send this ad out to people who meet this criteria and every day whatever your ad spend is they're promoting it to a certain amount of people based on how many people you paid for that amount to get promoted to and then the people are either clicking the ad right when they see it just pop up on tiktok because we know how tiktok works it just gives you stuff so they don't even have to have searched this. TikTok is giving it to them. And then from that stage, the customer or potential customer is, uh, say they click on the ad, they've watched it, right? So the TikTok part is over at this point if they get to your store. So they might click on the ad on your store, right? And so usually what you'll see, if you're only promoting one ad for one specific product and not necessarily for the specific store you're gonna see ad ad ads increasing for that product right that's usually what you're gonna see ads are gonna be increasing for that specific product compared to other products then you're not gonna see a lot of ad increases right uh, you're not gonna see a lot of uh, sorry not ad increases you're not gonna see a lot of traffic towards other products uh, because you've only really put the ad for one type of product right so if you're selling gaming products and you're selling gamepad controllers you're selling i don't know laptops and you're selling some kind of subscription gift card to 
game pass or something i don't know say that's what you're selling those three items but you're only promoting you know the gamepad controllers you know likely you're going to have a high rate of people clicking on the link to your store that goes specifically to the gamepad controllers and then from there you'll see if people went to the home page if people went to the game pass uh gift card if people went to the uh what did i say laptops um you're gonna see what people kind of likely navigated to after seeing the ad right um and then you can see yeah you can see if they've been clicking on other products or not you can see you know kind of how long they're spending but you know Maybe they're reading the description and the description is throwing you off. So one thing I've researched and studied is that the description definitely matters. How it's broken down, you want it to be broken down into short paragraphs. So you probably don't want like a long, like thick paragraph of like so much information that's not broken up by one or two sentences or bullet points or something. You want it to be grammatically correct, guys. Um... I can't stress this enough. Nothing looks worse than going on a website and seeing typos on an on a you know it's it already makes people not trust you, right? Even if it's an accident and you just type something wrong or put the same sentence twice or whatever, it can be an accidental thing like that. That can already make somebody have a red flag go up like, "I don't know how legitimate this purchase is going to be if this person is already making mistakes this early on. Why am I going to pay for this? You know what I mean? So that can make customers really grossed out a little bit. Um, it can make them a little bit unhappy, displeased, uh, suspicious, and then they will not add to cart. They will not buy. That's one simple thing that can easily be fixed. Make sure that every single item... Even if it's not something that you're actively promoting, make sure that you don't have typos in your store, in your store product descriptions, anywhere. You don't want typos anywhere. As much as you can help it, you don't want typos. I mean, think about when you've gone on a website, like say if you've been like, I want to buy this like course, you know, that's going to teach me how to do, I don't know what you want to learn how to do. Say you want to be a mindset coach and you're like, I want to buy this course and pay I char- it's going to charge me $500 once. And then you see the description of the course and it's got like two typos. Like first, like say maybe it's called mindset, but they spell mindset M-I-N-D-S-S-E-T. And they're like mindset course. And that's the first word you see when you like click on, you know, the description of the product and the title is the title already has a typo in it. You're going to be like, uh, like if you catch that, you're going to be like, I don't know. That might be enough just to not make you spend 500 bucks. 500 bucks is a lot of money to most people, I would say. To me, it's a lot of money. Shoot. Um, I'd be a little more skeptical if it was like something I really want. I've been researching this. I'm probably not going to buy immediately if it's $500 from some YouTuber or somebody I don't trust whose content I've never heard or seen. And I've never, you know, I've never tried any other products or gotten recommended by somebody. You got to think about it that way, you know. You see a title and it's already got a typo in the title. Nah, like you're probably not going to going to 
click on it unless everything else seems that legit and that worth it you know maybe you'll let it slide but usually that just already looks a little bit unprofessional if you're having somebody work on your store and set up your store on shopify make sure you go back through the work that they did make sure you click on things and make sure as if you were buying check every single item at every single point does the buy now button work does the you know product description and the titles and everything are there typos on there i think it helps i don't know for sure but i think it helps to use consistent language in titles so sometimes you might have a title that's like you know for a the name of a product that's really lengthy so say if it's like you know gaming laptop um asus g73 whatever the you know us 339 or whatever i don't know if that's a real version of that but um the asus g73 is a real thing shout out man i i i i banged through that laptop so hard <laughs> like i even did my own repairs on the freaking thing like that thing was a beast um i loved it i loved it so much um but yeah you have a laptop that you're selling that has like some name like that you might not want to start changing it from that title to like gaming laptop asus g gaming laptop asus g73 us and just leaving off the rest of the um the product uh details like you want to try to keep it consistent so that people know that you know if they saw it on a blog somewhere or they saw it on your youtube channel and then they come to your store and it's like the same title all the time so it doesn't seem like you're talking about two different products because sometimes people don't really know the names of things and they're like like when you're the one who's been researching the products and posting about them you kind of know the difference you're like okay this is a laptop this is the version this is that but then when people start maybe searching and shopping around through other sites and they're like well yours says asus g73 us blah 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 but then theirs doesn't say all the other things and then yours over here says this other thing like is yours is this the same product like people get a little confused sometimes so you want to make sure if there's like abbreviations for stuff or acronyms for stuff or you know product uh details you know for things you know you want to sure make sure it's all the same that the specs are all the same so that when people see it in your ad so that when people see you know the copy written in your in your ad maybe you have some description in your ad maybe you're leading people directly to your website on your shopify store and then they go to your store and then you know they're seeing the same verbiage the same wording it's not just like it doesn't look like you're selling like four different products but it's like the same one product um so that's one thing to kind of keep in mind because i've noticed for me it's been confusing when i've been trying to buy stuff that's like is this the same phone, you know, because this version says this, this one has an S and that one doesn't like you want to kind of make sure that all your specs and product descriptions are exactly on point so that it's not confusing or people don't think they're buying one thing and then end up buying something else. You want it as specific as possible. You don't want it to be vague. Like, for example, with iPhones, some of them say S, some of them don't, some of them say plus, some of them don't. You don't want to like leave out certain things because it it might mean okay this one has you know you know like 
I don't know, like, like 164 gigs versus like 80 gigs or something, you know, it's like you want something that like people know, oh, when I see this, it means these specs or whatever, a lot of times. So you want to know that kind of stuff. Um, you want to pay attention to it. Um, other things you want to pay attention to. Um, let me see. So you have the ad, the specifics about the ads. Yeah, definitely the shipping times. Uh, that's going to be my next thing to play with are shipping times. I've got some items I want to post that the shipping times will be faster. Um, so I, I want to put up three days of ads again and see if I post items that have faster shipping times, maybe if, even if they cost more. Um, if the shipping time is faster, will that help? I'm not saying like raise the price like double because who knows what it is that makes people actually click. Uh, at the least, if people like your ad, they're going to click on it. And if people go past the ad into your store, they like the ad enough to actually browse your browse the item on the link to the item in your store. They liked it enough. Now, if you don't see people really clicking around past that and you don't see extra traffic coming through like to your main page or the other products, then people just might not have too much interest in looking at the other stuff that you have on there. Maybe they don't like the way your store looks once they see it. Maybe they're turned off by it. If you're not getting any other, any other, you know, gravi gravitation towards any other of the products or, or pages in your store. Um... If you can offer something free to entice people, that is a good uh, a good option as well. Um, now that takes energy out of you, but it could potentially result in sales. So giving away free stuff that you can afford to give away for free, um, knowledge-based things. Like on this podcast, you guys don't pay to hear this, I don't think. Um, you guys aren't paying for this information. I'm giving it away freely you know, based on my own experiences, because I like to document my experiences with things, because that's just, I don't know, I just gravitate towards that, it's fun for me to document my process with things, and I like podcasting, I love writing too, but I like podcasting because I feel like it reaches a, a, an audience in a different way, I'm not the most well-spoken person, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, berate myself about, like, any of my abilities, I'm just saying, like, Sometimes it's kind of hit or miss. I know, you know, I, I'm aware of that. Um, so, yeah, those are things to look into. I um, Yeah, so testing, I, I've never, I haven't heard too many people mention this, though. But I would say testing products, ads, you know, links and things in small you know, doses, uh, you know, don't dish out all your money for one thing, you know, if you're not sure. Now, if you, if you get interest in something and there's no purchases, you want to try to figure out why it is that nobody's buying your stuff. Maybe you don't have a, maybe just your buy now button or add to cart, maybe it doesn't work. Maybe it, it's glitchy after that point. Maybe you don't have payment gateways that people trust. Like if you have a lot of like weird stuff where they're like, why, why do you only take American Express and nothing else? You know, like that would be weird. You'd be like, what? Like that's a little weird, right? 
you don't see that often. Like if if someone doesn't take Visa or MasterCard or um, PayPal or you know Shopify payments, if they don't take anything that you've heard of before, and it's like we only take Bitcoin or something like that. That might be something that people are like, I don't know if I really want to do that. You know, it takes extra effort to have to like go through and then like connect this wallet and all this other. It takes like extra effort for people like PayPal can be simple for the customer. It can be bad news for the for the store owner, though. Um, If you're using affiliate programs to try to promote your store you might want to see if people sign up to be an affiliate for you um you might want to check that out um you know build out your pages so that so that you look legit you know follow other people on tiktok you know try try and see if people are going to add you on tiktok you know try to get you know, so, so, cause you have to think about the customer experience too. Like think of all the times you've gone on a site and not purchased something that you thought that you wanted. There was usually a reason, right? Something made you click on it and made you interested in it. I'm not talking about accidental clicking on something. I'm talking about you literally saw an ad where you're like, Ooh, I want to know more. So you click the link in the description or you click the link, um, on the pay on the actual like, uh, video and you click you click it and you just are like you know you didn't like what you saw for some reason either the price was bad or the description was bad or the website looked like trash or it was too complicated they wanted all your email and contact information all these like forms and stuff and it's like okay like that can that can turn people off you know um a lot of stores they have this you know They'll get your email address or they'll get your, um, they'll get your email address or they'll get your, um, what do you call it? Uh, or you can shop as a, as a guest, right? Excuse me. I'm drinking a lot of water right now. Um, so yeah, a lot of stores you can do that. You can shop as a guest. Um, and you don't have to put your email address. And some people like this. Or you do, but you don't have to like actually register. Some people like that more. Because they're like, well, I don't want to sign up for something if they're going to be spamming me all day long. Um, and as long as you get your confirmation emails, that might be good enough for you. And you might not want or need too much more from there. Um, but... Say that's all you need, you know? Say that's all you needed um you know you want all you all you want to do at first i would say is test small now sometimes there's a holiday and you might just want to you know risk it i'm not saying risk it i'm just saying sometimes the impulse buy of a holiday might be helpful neil patel has an upcoming episode about black friday i don't know if he's going to talk at all about uh cyber monday but yeah he has something coming up for that so um you might want to pay attention to some of this stuff he has a webinar coming out i think in a couple days um it's going to be at 8 p.m pacific let me see if i actually saved the link 
I didn't sign up for it, uh, but I went on to the page. Sorry, I'm trying to get out of this. Uh, let's see. It is... So it's going to be the second ep episode live on July 25th from advancednpdigital.com. Neil Patel does send out a lot of content every day. Um, I follow a lot of his content, uh, his stuff that he writes. I find it very helpful and useful. Um, so, yeah. I mean, you did something right if people are looking at all. Um, if people aren't buying, you want to find out why. Especially if it's a winning product that other people have posted about. You want to go and see, you know, is it still an ideal product to be trying to pitch, right? Because some, some of these dropshipping courses are a bit aged. I mean, if something's five or six years old and you're selling tech, tech products, tech type products... You might want to think about it because sometimes th sometimes things that are aged are good because they're usually cheaper and easier to get your hands on to sell and to do drop shipping or arbit retail arbitrage and things like that. Um, I would also recommend trying to test products on eBay. I don't remember if there's fees, but usually you don't have too much of an issue with eBay. Um... I mean, think about it. Even if you're making one or two dollars profit, that's profit. You know what I mean? That is profit right there. Um, and so sometimes eBay is helpful, honestly. Um, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of ways that you can test products without having to really pay, without having to pay for a Shopify store, without having to pay for a bunch of stuff. Uh, now, payment does help because a lot of times it's not going to be free to just like promote ads. And if you don't know how to promote your own ads, it's going to be hard to do. Like you are going to get organic traffic just from posting on certain platforms. But if it's not something that's like very trendy or very like eye, eye catching, you're probably not going to get a lot of organic traffic. Um, you might, but you probably won't. Um, I had to turn the air on. I'm melting. Um, but yeah, you probably won't. And so that's that's kind of what I have to say about, you know, Shopify at the moment. I'll say with the first ad I posted on a TikTok channel that has, like, nobody really following it. So it's just cold traffic. Cold. Well, I first posted a cold ad that did get a little traffic, and then I posted. Uh, I I kind of paid for a three day fifteen dollar ad to see if I could scale the traffic a bit. Um. And so, yeah. I wasn't going to dish out $300 or whatever. I was like, that's too much money to risk. Because imagine spending $300 on something and then like your 
your buy now link doesn't work or whatever and you didn't even test it or didn't even know or you didn't know people weren't going to actually have interest in purchasing your product that's three hundred dollars down the drain you know uh i'm willing to play with fifteen dollars i'm willing to pay with a little play with a little bit of money now playing with less money means less eyes on your product but i'd rather have less eyes on my products and kind of smaller amounts of data to work with than more eyes on my products with a lot of data to work with but still not being able to make any kind of return on that investment um and so i'd say for three days of traffic for one item i got about 25 to 30 something views per day uh totaling about 72 um views through that specific ad let me see if i can pull up the analytics um let's see did i say this week or this month that's not gonna show me this week um this month so we're gonna call it 74 sessions this month from that one ad for this week 34 sorry 38 sessions for the day one or two sessions per day now that the ad has been done for like a couple days um it's tracking from july 6th to 19th 35 views on one item um and uh let's see all right I think that's all I can really say about it. Um, and I'm talking about a product, full transparency, a product that didn't get any sales on it. And this is a product that through a different course was expected to have sales on it. Um, now, what I did different from what the course taught I didn't spend $300 on ads and I didn't go out of my way to purchase this product cheap on AliExpress to have it delivered to my house and wait the two-week period now there are other products that I did purchase on AliExpress uh, to test uh, and they got shipped to my house and I have not yet posted them but these are products that I do intend to post and I do intend to promote and try to sell. Um, will I create ads around them? I don't really know. I feel like it makes sense to make make ads. Either make your own ad of you using the product if it's something you're gonna use or try to use, or you know just clip a bunch of stuff from online. Like as long as you don't get any copyright violations. Uh, be careful with music. Be careful with copyright violations. Um, 
would I recommend paying people on Fiverr to make ads? My experience with it has been one time, and I would say no, I would not recommend that anymore. Um, I, I won't be trying that again now that I can make my own ads. I really don't care to use other people's. Um, now, it takes time. It's time-consuming, but the amount of time of the three or four or five or seven or so days that I went back and forth with one person who did the wrong thing, I could have just made my own freaking 30-something second ad. 30-second ad. It, you know, it was me trying not to not put in the, the work to it. But once I put in the work, I realized, okay, I did it once. The hardest time it's ever really going to be is the first time you do things. So... Um, yeah, try, try and see what you think about testing products also on eBay. Um, you can test, I don't know if you can test ads on eBay. I don't remember. Um, I'm not so well versed with eBay anymore. Like I feel like every time I get back involved with another platform, it's changing. So, um, I would say if you did get some traffic paid or non-paid traffic, um, you can always test things on eBay because eBay will tell you plenty about interest. Um, just don't get scammed. Um, but yeah, I think that's mostly the updates that I have to say. Um, and changes that I've researched about to to try to change um, if things aren't working super easily right away. You know, and also testing something. For me, it helped to test something for a shorter amount of time. Versus testing something for like a really long amount of time. Some days I noticed you get more traffic. So Sunday was a heavy traffic day. Monday was a little less. Uh, Tuesday was a little less. Wednesday was a little less. Um, I think Friday, Saturday, Sunday are probably good days to have paid ads going up. Because people are impulse buying during the weekends. Um, if you have stuff that can ship faster like really fast um people might buy something on a sunday for it to be shipped on a, on a monday but usually people aren't gonna buy things i mean they will maybe add to cart and buy on a saturday but um usually they know you're not gonna ship it you know past a certain time on a saturday and you're not gonna ship it on a sunday because usually unless you're using something like UPS or FedEx or something like that, or like Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, I think, delivers on Sundays. I don't think they uh, ship on Sundays, to my understanding, unless it's like the same day, like Amazon Fresh kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, that's about all I have to say on this topic. Um, I'll still be writing about it, uh, about experiences, but I wanted to put all this out there. Uh, I'm doing a lot of research and trying to come out come up with good methods for things being patient helps um trying to mm. yeah being patient helps and trying to just um make sure you're not overdoing things for yourself you know that's gonna help you but being patient <clears throat> excuse me being patient is gonna help you and being, um, you know, not giving up. And especially when there's methods to do stuff where you, where you don't, 
have to pay. I mean, that might take longer. It might take longer. But, you know, it's free. I mean, Medium, you don't really use Medium and YouTube, you know, and, um, like, Medium, YouTube, um, certain places aren't the accurate, the most adequate platforms to be posting to try to get sales, but you might get traffic, um, just because of general interest. Um, if you write an article on something, you might get traffic about that item so it's like well there's interest out there people are going to read about it right or there's interest out there people want to watch you know reviews of people using the items you know what you want to do though is try to convert to sales and so just because you see something that's like um that doesn't seem like the best platform I mean, it might be a waste of time to try to build on those platforms, but it might not be a waste of time. It kind of just depends who you are and how you want to spend your time and energy. Like for me, I know I like podcasting, but it's not going to get me sales on things necessarily because I'm not really selling things on here. Um, But yeah, it's not nothing. Like I'm still creating content about things that people want to hear. I like blogging and people gravitate towards topics that I've written about on blogs, but they might not necessarily purchase anything through a blog. Like I'm not like posting like something to sell on a blog necessarily. And so I might be able to, but you know, I might not actually be doing that. Um, and it's kind of surprising, but it's like, yeah, but you'll notice if something has interest, if you start posting on multiple platforms You'll start noticing, okay, certain topics people really want to read about or listen to or watch. Other topics people could just not care less. And it's a really surprising experience sometimes because you might be like, oh, I really thought everybody was going to buy this. And then it's like, nobody's buying it. What's going on? You know, so, um, yeah. So with that, um, the things I've mentioned are kind of things I'm going to be working on, um, And I'll be reporting back once I have more to actually say. Um, With that, thanks for listening.